Social entrepreneurship, sinabi rin sa amin doon ng prof ko, like, when, when I took up that class, sabi niya, kung gusto niyong gawin, okay lang naman, pero like, you should know na it's hard, it's no joke. I think that's like the first thing that you really need to accept before you go into it. And that will help you get through like the challenges. Because my prof was saying that it's already hard enough to start a business. And then you add in like your social component. But an important thing is that you're able to balance the two of them. Because often like people who want to go into social entrepreneurship forget the entrepreneurship side. Hello, hello, this is Adriel and you're listening to Para Canino Podcast, the podcast that tells stories of young leaders, advocates, and social entrepreneurs hustling to build a sustainable and inclusive future for all. Welcome back everyone, grabe March na agad, akalain yun, parang kailan lang January, tapos kumurap lang tayo March na agad, di ba? We're almost at the end of the first quarter ng 2022. So, speaking of March, no, sinicelebrate natin ngayong month ang Women's Month. Kaya naman isang woman entrepreneur ang ating makakakwentuhan for this episode. So, be sure to listen until the end para mas makilala nyo pa siya beyond her advocacies especially dun sa lightning round segment ng episode so yun so exciting so wag na nating patagalin pa let me introduce to you ang ating guest for this episode she is the founder and ceo of candid clothing an ethical clothing brand that creates fashionable and trendy outfits using 100% upcycled fabric They are a social enterprise on a mission to make fashion ethical and sustainable. Let's all welcome to the show, Sam Dizon. Hi, Sam. Hi. I like your intro. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Kamusta? Kamusta? Doing good. Medyo pagod with work, you know, daming adjustments with all of the adjustments. Uh, Philippines and the surge and everything. <laughs> But, you know, we do what we gotta do. Right, right. And congratulations on your new rebrand, no? I was talking to you earlier before we start recording, no? Ang attractive ng bagong um, approach, no? It makes you, your brand more, you know, friendly. And parang, alam mo yun, parang hindi siya like typical sustainable brands to merge on the expensive side so i think that's also one of your goals uh candid clothing diba parang ethical made easy wow <laughs> that's the tagline <laughs> <laughs> all right yes thank you again so much for joining us and for hanging out with us no i know being an entrepreneur is really a 24/7 365 kind of hustle so maraming salamat for taking the time no and So to kick things off, no, can you tell us more, Muna, about yourself and siguro how you started Candid Clothing? Okay, so I started Candid Clothing in November 2017, and honestly, like I didn't really know I wanted to go into fashion um, when I was an, ad- an undergraduate in Ateneo. I was studying economics and I really wanted to go into an international um, NGO. So something like UNICEF, UNDP. Hey! <laughs> and um, 
I, I took up a class in development and there was a social entrepreneurship class. And I was like, okay, I think this is the path for me. So from there, I decided to go into social entrepreneurship, not knowing what industry in particular, but my grandmother is actually a seamstress. So, and I grew up with her and we live in Rizal and there's a lot of like mananajes here and maraming telahan. So, I kind of grew up around that industry, albeit like a very informal industry here in Rizal. And I was like, okay, like why not go into this? Like my, I have a personal advocacy for it because of my family background and it's fun. Like, it's fun. I mean, ngayong pandemic, sometimes it's not so fun because you know, <laughs> Everybody's at home, like, who's gonna buy clothes? But apparently, people still buy clothes, especially since, you know, we transitioned to more over-from-home, friendly outfits. <laughs> you know, when you started Candid Clothing, no, um, was it always been parang built or designing outfits that are sustainable and ethical? Ganun ba yung naging mindset right from the beginning? Yeah, well, my first job kasi was in ESG, so we were rating companies based on their environmental and social practices. So I was exposed to like the different industries and I found out that uh, retail and particularly fashion retail was very much polluting. Um, like our waterways and there was there were a lot of like social labor issues, especially in third world countries like ours. Um, so my goal was really to make it um, sustainable and um, ethical, so fair wages. And honestly, like it's been a bit difficult to like gauge what that is here in the Philippines because there's no like ratings or like walang certification aside from B Corp, right? And it's super expensive to become like B Corp certified. So like it's really just a moral thing that parang you're figuring out. Parang, along with the people that you're working with what is like ethical and what's a fair wage for them like so we compute backwards like how long it how long it takes them to make a certain piece and what the rate is so yeah parang it's a bit vague like the the industry sustainable fashion industry is very young young in the west and super duper young here in the philippines so yeah, I think we were like one of the first na like established like as a sustainable fashion brand. So like when we were starting out, wala pa talaga masyadong nag nagbabay or like like aware of it. So we really had to work on educating and working with other sustainable fashion brands like Sila Rex Riches to educate people on like what sustainable fashion is. But like um, isang thing that I really wanted to do for my brand in particular is to make sure that it is accessible. Uh, a lot of the ethical and like sustainable brands in the West are always criticized because they're so expensive, which makes sense because like you know uh, sustainable practices it takes more money and like fair wages kanyan. So what we did is to offset the higher cost of like labor, which is the fair wages. What we did is we tried to use um, dead stock fabric or reject fabrics from large manufacturers. So it's not 
sustainable in a way na parang it's organic or anything that we don't use those kinds of fabrics because one, it's hard to get and two, it's very expensive. So we get yung mga may stains or may holes that are rejected by the roll. So because people, uh, because manufacturers cut um, medyo automatically like with machines, they can't avoid the hole. So if there's like even just one hole in your roll, they're going to have to reject that and they're not going to buy it anymore. So the fabric manufacturers will sell that for cheap, specifically here in the Philippines and specifically in Rizal. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go buy all of those like rejected rolls, you know, my stains. And we can just avoid it because we're doing, we're cutting semi-manually. And that's how we're able to offer our pieces at more affordable rates. Wow. Napaka-strategic, no? Napaka-ano, strategic talaga na hindi natin namamalayan, di ba? Yung mga sinusuot natin ngayon, di ba? Hindi naman yan, ano eh, parang ma- like <laughs> pagkagawa, eto na agad t-shirt, di ba? Pero, pero meron, meron siyang mga ways na nandiyo-generate, no? Honestly, at first, uh, I didn't realize how huge this problem is, no? Hindi pala talaga siya birong problema, no? So, before this um, chat, no? I was researching actually on this issue and I found that shockingly na mas malaki pa yung carbon footprint na nadudulot ng fashion industry kesa sa oil production nakalain mo yun <laughs> tapos grabe tapos ito pa sabi sabi daw sa ano sa UN Economic Commission in Europe no 10% of global carbon emissions ay galing sa fashion industry 6% lang yung galing sa oil and gas tapos dito sa Pilipinas nearly 3 in 10 Filipinos throw away an item of clothing after wearing it just once. It's just once! Like, ako nga nakailang ulit na ako ng damit eh. <laughs> Pero, <laughs> syem, hindi natin kinakahiyayan. So, um, with such a huge problem, no, I wanted to ask you, no, in what ways is candid clothing contributing to addressing this growing concern? You mentioned kanina, di ba, parang um, you tried buying yung mga reject na mga fabric. And then, from purchasing those rejects, paano nyo siya parang minimake sure na it doesn't look, you know, like a reject. It looks still na parang quality and really would attract your customers. Okay, so important to note that the big part of like the carbon emissions in the fashion industry is in the production of textiles. So like cotton, like from raw materials and then like the textile dyeing, it's all very polluting and doing it in a sustainable way or like an eco-friendly way is kind of expensive, which is why not a lot of people do it. Um, so that's a big part, big reason why we also chose to use fabrics that are already there. Because like, even if we're gonna start creating like, uh, even if we decide to use like sustainable materials or sustainably produced fabrics, there will still be like energy used to create those pieces, right? But the fabric's already here. So that's like one big thing that we want to do, like use whatever is already available. Aside from that, like the styles that we come up with are kind of versatile. Well, not kind of, like they're really versatile. Like usually it's reversible, <laughs> kind of, but usually it's reversible or like hey, way. Um, para at least like for people who like to wear them 
paulit-ulit or like keep repeating their clothes, hindi super halata na you're, you're wearing the same thing because like you can wear it different ways. So even if like you go out, this week you wear it and the next week you wear it again pero it's the other side. So people aren't gonna be like, yan naman lagi suit mo. <laughs> Which is the reason why a lot of people don't want to repeat it, right? especially with social media. Na, kasi parang they're gonna see na all of your photos you're wearing the same thing. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to promote like a culture of reusing your clothes. Um, so we are very mindful about like the designs that we put out. We try to avoid mga trendy styles. We only choose the trendy pieces now we think can last. So we don't go for yung mga nafeel namin na okay sandali sandali lang to. We also avoid plastic use. We're primarily an e-commerce company. So we only sell through our website primarily because we can control like how it gets shipped out. So we ship out in compostable mailers. And like that's a really big problem, especially now with the pandemic. You know, everybody's buying online and full of plastic. And hindi naman maganda yung disposal natin here in the Philippines, right? People don't really segregate. And pag pinik up yung trash, it's not segregated, it's not recycled. So as much as possible, we want to create things that even if it ends up like in the soil somewhere, it's going to compost, right? And it's not going to like end up choking some fish or something like that <laughs> or it ends up back in our food system yung ganun sa cutting process kasi so like when you're producing clothes obviously you're not gonna be able to cut the whole fabric and use the whole fabric diba unless like puro square yung mga damit mo <laughs> but so may mga curves and then there's gonna be like leftover like fabrics or retasso And here in the Philippines, we're actually pretty good at using the retasos. But a lot of uh, people sew them into like rags, mga bilog-bilog na basahan yung si na binibenta. Um, but for not all fabrics, kasi can be turned into basahan. So we try to turn some of them into scrunchies or accessories that people can still use, and we give that away as freebies. For most of the Um, cotton ones. We give them to rag sewers. Like, there's a lot here in Taytay and they're just looking for um, free material so that they don't really have to worry about that anymore. Yun. Right. Ang, pinaha- ang ganda ng culture na sinasabi niyo na parang pwedeng ulitin yung damit kasi parang alam mo yun, hindi you don't have to buy new stuff every day or every time na merong like big thing tapos so, so sobrang stylish ng outfit na yon na nagli-leave a marker sa mga tao tapos parang <laughs> lahat tuloy nahihiya kasi pagka parang oh I know that outfit you wore that last ganito ganyan yeah. so like ang ang anong tawag dito ang aksaya lang niya so like if your clothes naman are still working diba and are still presentable diba why not ulitin mo yon diba hindi natin dapat kinakahiya yung practical lang tayo diba and The one that you mentioned, na parang reversible pa yung designs. I think that's really smart, no? And talagang ano yun? Mahikita mo talaga na yung con, con, may consciousness sa pagdesign ng ng garments. It's not just you know to sell, no? It it's built to last. And even the the styles that you choose, hindi siya yung pang ano nga tawag don? Yung fast fashion na tinatawag niyo parang 
oh that was so last season <laughs> so um yeah and it's really um an important na to keep to keep in mind no na hindi um healthy for our planet to just keep producing and then all those stuff will just end up in the ocean and then nachochoke na yung mga ano mga marine life natin and then tayo din naman yung kakain and then like connect connected na yun and so on so it's really a systemic problem talaga din and good point din yung sinabi mo no na in this pandemic yung paggamit natin ng plastic sa pag-deliver ng mga items na in-order natin from different e-commerce sites is just crazy parang kahit nga dito sa bahay no hindi rin natin talaga mapigilan pag nahahalina tayo na bumili tuwing sales so i i i just really hope na you know our the e-commerce companies are like working on developing their own materials na parang hindi na gumagamit ng plastic or siguro at siguro at least no less plastic if hindi talaga kaya kasi di ba baka nga it can lead to you know more expensive materials Um, Sam, you mentioned kanina na you, you partner with Rags to Riches to um, and other ethical brands and big sustainable brands to you know continuously educate people about you know being sustainable, being ethical in the things that you do. And siguro I wanted to know how do you how do you exactly do that para dun sa mga hindi fans or yung mga hindi pa talaga aware sa approach nyo to fashion. What do you tell them? Well, ayun sa Rags to Riches, actually. They were very generous because I was just starting out and they opened up their store. I mean, they had a store and they opened it up to other social enterprises that were promoting like um, fair, practice, fair trade practices or environmentally friendly products. So it's really more of like helping like the market, like, Um, giving the market access or giving us access to the market because you know as a startup company like it's very expensive to set up like a physical store so they were very generous with that like they, their store was in UP Town which is a QC is actually malakas uh, like sustainable products I don't know why QC in particular pero marami talaga in QC who are into like eco-friendly things and social enterprises in general so that was a big help for us also in getting our brand out and there are a lot of like talks that we get invited to so that we can um, talk to like either to schools uh, usually like um, um, students like with St. Paul And soon I'll have another talk at another school. I'm basically, just talking about social entrepreneurship or sustainable fashion in particular. So we just keep, I just keep accepting ganong <laughs> talks just so like people will like learn about it. And now actually, marami ng mga sustainable fashion brands na bago in the space, which is good because. At least the burden of educating the market is spread out across a lot of people. Like you're able to collaborate more, whether directly or not. At least like there are more people talking about it, which is always good because the movement is bigger than our individual company. Right, right. No, and you know, based on experience, but I've worked with social entrepreneurs in at work. No, and it's really amazing how this parang small pool. 
of social enterprises is growing and more and more people are talking about it no and especially now that because of you know climate change mas marami talagang nas nagiging conscious in the items or in the things that they buy online and even hindi, hindi lang climate change no pero yung ano yung conditions work conditions ng mga tao mas sinusuportahan na ngayon ng mga tao yung mga businesses that pays their employees and staff fairly and talagang decent work yung pino-provide nila no and Candid Clothing is exactly one of those companies. You mentioned kanina no, social and social entrepreneurship, no? Uh, at Candid Clothing, you promote decent work, paying your partners fairly, allowing them to grow professionally and such. No, you practice sustainable consumption and production in in this space. So these are things that um, traditional businesses don't necessarily practice. No, I wanted to know. What motivated you to build an impact-driven business than a traditional for-profit business? There's really a lot of like classes, men and women for others, and on, and like there's a lot of like philosophy classes, and with orgs, there are a lot of um, outreach-oriented orgs, and that was like my my org when I was in college. Like we were dealing with orphans and sexually abused girls so you kind of like exposed to that space like the development space and you know they're offering like courses on development and when I took up like the development course I hooked I think that dapat ito na lang yung major ko bakit ba ako nag econ But it was too late. I was already in my junior year. I was like, yeah, okay, lang minor na lang, and then I don't have to go into an economics-related job. Like, not everybody uses their major. <laughs> and yeah, so really, like Ateneo kind of like molded that drive to help other people, and kind of makes you realize also like the privilege that you have, and to try to use that privilege for good. Also, I guess here in the Philippines, people are more inclined to help because it's so evident. Like, hindi pwedeng hindi mo makita eh, yung kahirapan like in in the Philippines because it's everywhere. Parang I was I was telling my mom the other night na yung nationalism natin is to our people, you know, because like for some countries it's like it's to the country like in general the country pero tayo parang um, yeah it, it's really I think to the people like helping each other like survive and get through everything maganda naman nun <laughs> thank you po ambassador <laughs> ambassador ng UN <laughs> right so and, and yun talaga no but really what you said is really true no talagang hindi mo talaga siya maiiwasan no it's everywhere And gaya nga na sinasabi nila, di ba? Kasalanan na ang pumikit. Kasi nandiyan na sa harapan mo. Kailangan mo na lang talagang, you know, find a way to contribute and use your privilege to support communities, help them get back on their feet. Ganon. So, iba, iba talaga when you have the impact at the heart, di ba? Hindi lang as an entrepreneur but also sa business, no? So, um, you mentioned that you started Canon Clothing back in 2017. So you've been running it for quite some time now, no? Maybe our, our listeners have, you know, are also thinking of becoming a social entrepreneur. Sam, what advice would you give to them to help them get started? 
Wag, joke lang. <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie. Run, run. <laughs> run away from this. And <laughs> Usually kasi it's like, you know, super romanticized na poor, ganyan-ganyan. And I don't want to do that. Parang, it, it's it's running a business. Plus, helping other people. So, social entrepreneurship, sinabi rin sa amin doon ng prof ko, like, when, when I took up that class, sabi niya, kung gusto niyong gawin, okay lang naman, pero like, you should know na it's hard. It's no joke. I think that's like the first thing that you really need to accept before you go into it. And that will help you get through like the challenges. Because my prof was saying na it's already hard enough to start a business. And then you add in like your social component. But an important thing is that you're able to balance the two of them because often like people who want to go into social entrepreneurship forget the entrepreneurship side right but if you want to go into social entrepreneurship i guess you want to help right <laughs> and usually your focus is there and the biggest advice that he gave me that really helped me when i was starting out is to fix your business model like make sure you have a viable business model you have products that people actually want so that's why that's why i went for like affordable apparel because you know i could i could force <laughs> i could force using like organic everything ganyan, and then make it super expensive and sell it here in the philippines where like only like one percent of the people can afford to buy it but you know that that didn't make sense financially like as a business model for me in particular because you have to have like connections and a certain like branding prowess to be able to sell to that one percent and it's not me so really just figure out like what are your strengths what resources do you have and what business model would work well in like given your strengths and limitations because yun nga nakakalimutan lagi yung business side of things and once you have the business side of things sorted Hindi mo naman kakalimutan yung social side because that's why you wanted to go into it. And you're gonna find time to figure that part out. And the social side, honestly, is a lot of unlearning and relearning. Like, you think you know what's best for the people you're trying to help, but you don't. They know what's best for them. So, it's like you can come in with all of these plans, but it's really ultimately, you really have to consult with them. Na parang it's a conversation na you can't just force them parang hindi yung <laughs> I mean ako like I, you mentioned earlier diba na we, we do the training and to help them um, transition from like lower paid um, work which is yung mga changge to like higher paid like products which more quality products and We've encountered the like, garment workers na ayaw nila parang because like it's a lot of unlearning also for them like the the habits of um, producing clothes parang it's just easier to continue the way they have been doing for like decades and as much as like I want to get them paid higher I can't because like the work that they produce is not up to like the quality standards and that's okay parang it's hindi mo kailangan pilitin. Na if, if it's not a match between you and your community also, you you don't have to save everyone. <laughs> Especially people who are not interested in like what you have to offer. Like, 
it it was a hard lesson. I, I was like, but like, baka, baka kaya, baka initially meron lang pushback, ganyan. And for some of them, like, it, we they were able to like transition, like change is always hard. But for some talaga, parang they're like, no, no, we're good. Parang we're, we're okay where we are. And as hard as that was for me to accept, you really have to like be, oh, go in there with an open mind. And not everybody will want to join you or want to do things the way you're doing things. Hirap! <laughs> wow! Grabe! Lalim ng hugot. Daming learning and relearning uh, dun sa process na yun. No? And yes, so just to recap, no, yung mga pieces of advice, napakadaming useful advice na sinabi ni Sam. No? First is to accept within you, acknowledge na Social entrepreneurship is great, but it's not gonna be an easy ride. So, maraming pagsubok na pagdadaanan. Dinig yun naman sa kwento ni Hindi <laughs> pero hindi naman sa dini discourage namin kayo na mag-social, uh, no no social entrepreneurship. But just be prepared na hindi to saya-saya. <laughs> Punong-puno din to ng mga challenges na uh, um, kakaharapin yon bilang isang entrepreneur. And speaking of entrepreneurship, no people often often forget about the entrepreneurship side. So make sure na hindi lang puro puso, no? Kasi ito rin naman yung magpapasustain sa impact niya, eh, di ba? Yung the business side of it. So essentially, you built this business to support communities, to help out communities. So if your business doesn't earn, di ba? How, how are you going to sustain it? So medyo mahirap yun. Mahirap na struggle yun, di ba? Baka mapwersa kayong maglabas na maglabas from your own pocket, which is not really healthy for you and for anyone around you na talagang sumusuporta rin sa business nyo. And lastly, another last important lesson that you mentioned is to consult with your communities. Hindi kailangan pinipilit. They know what's best for them. And you're just there to like, you know, facilitate, help them stand up on their feet. Pero you're not gonna take over like pag-aari mo sila. <laughs> so, nandyan ka lang, di ba, to support and in the background, di ba? And... Thank you so much for those very useful advice. So, sana marami kayong napulot sa kwento ni Sam, no? Sa mga listeners natin, no? At sana na-inspire kayo at hindi na-discourage to become a social entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. Kasi mahirap talaga, pero fulfilling siya. Fulfilling siya. It's a fulfilling craft. And don't forget, di ba, to support. Um, siguro kung hindi man kayo talaga makastart pa ngayon ng sarili niyong business, no? Start supporting um, sustainable and ethical fashion brands like Candid Clothing, no? Because it may definitely take us a while to fully adopt, you know, sustainable practices. Because it's not easy to shift. But hopefully, after listening to this episode, no, you'll start considering those stuff. And you know, start with making a conscious effort to check if the outfits you purchase are ethically and sustainably made. Ito na ating paboritong-paboritong uh, segment sa episode natin. No? Welcome ulit sa lightning round segment where we get to know our guests beyond their advocacies. So sa segment na ito, I'm just gonna ask you, Sam, five random questions. And then, you know, just you just have to answer it quickly and as briefly as possible. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. First question. What item of clothing best describes your personality? <gasps> um, okay, crop top. 
Alright. Number two. <laughs> no naman. Pwede hindi, pero sige, go lang. I don't want to explain. <laughs> okay. Number two. Next question. If a theme song played every time you enter a room, what would it be? <gasps> Hirap naman nun. Wait, uh, play that funky music, white boy. Oh, okay. Oh, third question. It's a very easy. Hiking or swimming? Swimming. Okay, fourth question. Would you rather give your past self an advice or ask your future self a question? Past self advice. Okay, would you mind sharing what advice that is? I explanation. In general lang naman, um, I guess, don't let yourself get to your head. Because <laughs> really, right. my okay. struggles is all in here. <laughs> okay, last question. And this question was from our previous guest of the podcast. Kilala mo siya, si Dex Galvan of Alaga Health. So, ang kanyang question for you ay... If you were to design your very own video game based on your life, what would it be? And what would be the gameplay? Paano mo siya lalaroin? Ano yung content? And how will you package or market it as a video game? Napaka-challenging ng question na yun. Like, I was <laughs> ano din, shocked with that question. I don't even know how to answer that question. Um, I like choose your own adventure games. So, yung may oh. several like potential outcomes. And I think I want like that kind of game because I always think about like, hmm, what if I did this? Or like, ano kaya mangyayari kung ito yung gagawin ko? And then you think about all the potential outcomes. <laughs> Because I'm an overthinker. Um, yeah, you are definitely that one. And it's meant to be played just once. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, because like, usually you mga choose your own uh, like adventure games. Parang you play it all the time, different. So this one, you just play it once. Para like, wow. Very philosophical. Parang it's life. Parang you just choose mm-hmm. and then see where it takes you. Grabe, parang every step that you take, kailangan mong pag-isipan kasi hindi mo alam kung ano yung kalalabas. <laughs> That's basically my life. Overthinking everything. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so, ayun, napaka, ano na na, interesting game, no? And, Thank you so much for finishing the lightning round. So, sabi say very easy lang naman, no? So, now that you've completed this lightning round, no, now's your chance to ask the next guest any random question under the sun. Go ahead, Sam. Mananaman ko ba sino yung next guest? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unfair. Um, para na pressure ako sa question for me kasi ang ganda ng tanong niya. <laughs> Uh, Sana hindi naman pahirap ng pahirap yung question. Uh, like, if your life was a movie, who would be playing you? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Naku, ang hirap din yan. <laughs> okay. Sagot niya. <laughs> Alright, sige. Abangan niya sa mga listeners natin yan. Sino kaya yung sasagot ng question ni Sam, no? If your life was a movie, uh, if your life will be turned into a movie, who would play you? Diba? So, ayun. Maraming salamat for joining us, Sam. One thing I learned from this episode, no, is really to just, you know, you don't need to look far para makapagsimula ng sarili mong initiative, no? Sana na-inspire kayo 
muli sa ating episode today, mga listeners natin. Before we close this episode, Sam, where can our listeners find you and check out your collection sa Candid Clothing? Oh, okay. You can go to candidclothing.ph. That's a website. That's also the Instagram handle and the Facebook page. All right. Thank you so much, Sam. To our listeners, no, be sure to check out Candid Clothing on their website and social media. Follow nyo na rin para updated kayo palagi on their latest test collections. Meron bang dapat pakaabangan na dapat kaming ma-excite? As part of the rebrand, oh. we're also transitioning like the style, the fabric. Oh, pakaabangan natin yan, no? Also, sa mga listeners natin, don't forget to follow and subscribe to Para Kanina Podcast here on Spotify. The pod is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other leading podcast platforms online. For more sustainability-related content, go like and follow Parang Kanina Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. All the links to our socials, including yung mga studies and reports that we mentioned in this episode, will be linked in the show notes below. So, alright. Salamat ng marami sa pakikinig. This is Adriel. I'll catch you in the next chat here on Parang Kanina Podcast, bringing stories that move youth. Bye! Bye!